the theme for this program is raised with him reigning with him hallelujah and uh i believe that by the time this program is over you're going to receive a revelation that will set you on a different course shout amen if you believe that and uh this evening as god will allow me i'm going to share with you from this beautiful story here and try to uh, bring to you the liberating power of the revealed word hallelujah praise god are you are you are you in the scripture luke 5 17 26 are you there can we read it together the new king james version preferably for now i think it's on the screen so that we can have a uniform voice are we ready all right let's go one two three four go now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of galilee judea and jerusalem and the power of the lord was present to heal let's repeat that phrase again one to go and the power of the lord was present to heal verse 18 let's go people of god then behold men brought on a bed um, hmm, who was paralyzed whom they sought to bring in and lay before him verse 19 and when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd they went up and led verse 20 verse 20 again uh-huh mm -hmm. uh-huh continue uh-huh Mm -hmm. mm. 24 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 24 the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins he said to the man who was paralyzed I say to you arise take up your bed and go to your house verse 25 immediately he rose up before them took up what he had been lying on and departed to his own house glorifying god 26 and they were all amazed and they glorified god and were filled with fear saying we have seen strange things today men will see strange things in your life and they will give praise to your god hallelujah thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit in jesus mighty name amen please do have your see the glory of god amen praise god hallelujah the liberating power of the revealed word amen praise god hallelujah there's there is something unique about words something unique about words the bible says in the book of john in chapter number one down it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god you read down it says that through this word all things are made without the word as anything made has been made this word was life and this life was the light of men and the light shine in darkness and could not comprehend it hallelujah so everything was made by a word and response to words praise the name of jesus the nature of a person the character of a person is embedded in the person's words 
when you want to know what a person carries hear the person's words words carry the nature of a person and when you want God's presence his word comes to you it means his presence has come to you there's something about God's word hallelujah now I want us to look at this story um, verse by verse and then what God wants to communicate will come to us and now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching now we need to understand something that there is something that Christ has accomplished already for us 2,000 years ago the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 3 how that man had deviated from God's original plan and then we see God through the ages beginning to prepare man to bring him back to that place where he had ordained his mind for man to be and in the fullness of time Jesus Christ came and then fulfilled that desire of God now after that which Christ did it is now left for every man to believe the work that has been finished on the cross and by confession which means you believe you enter into an experience of what Christ has accomplished Christ will not die twice he died only once because what he did was in eternity and so by faith and then by declaration you walk into uh, the reality of what Christ has fulfilled praise the name of Jesus now the teaching of God's word is so important why there has been a challenge of words you look at the book of Genesis carefully the fall of man you realize that it was words against words God said that don't touch this tree the day you touch it you shall surely die amen and then we see that the devil comes and tells the man that um, as God said you should not touch this tree he says yeah God said we should not we should not touch it because the day you touch it, you shall surely die and he said no God is lying to you that was words the word of God is against the word of the devil another day the word that was persistent in man was what prevailed in man your action is a product of the word that has prevailed inside of you the kind of word that has prevailed in you will determine your action and your action will now determine your results your action is just a proof of the words that is prevailing in you i pray that god's word will prevail in us hallelujah to jesus when the word of God prevails in you, you cannot but just act according to the word of God. Bible says, so mightily grew the word of God and then it prevailed. When the word grows, it will prevail. Praise the name of Jesus. When the word grows, it's not just the presence of the word, but it's the abundance of the word. Because the abundance of the word will influence your action. And the results will be different. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ is teaching the word. Why? Because as he's teaching the word, bringing God's word in abundance to them, he's limiting the dominion of other words. Praise God. At the end of the teaching, I will now tell you what the reviewed word is. But for now, just follow the story. It's a very beautiful story. As he was teaching, saying of God, you need teachings. You need teachings. You need teachings. Because... There are things that you know and they are the reason for where you stand. There are things that you know, they are the reason for your experiences. The only way we can change your experiences is give you a different knowledge. As long as the knowledge is the same, the experience cannot be different. So there's a need for teachings. Your maturity is in the teaching of God's word. When the word comes to you, you keep eating the word, then maturity comes unto you. When maturity comes, then your inheritance becomes your reality else until then is in the hands of people who are taking care of it for you 
you need the teaching of the word of God. So Jesus is teaching the word. Open up the word to them. And the Bible says that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by. Now, the word coming from Jesus is no ordinary word. The word coming from Jesus is different from other words. And we know that clearly from the book of John chapter 6 verse 63. It says, for the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. When the words are coming from me, the word carries spirit and it carries life. It carries the spirit to quicken you from the dead situation. It carries the spirit to bring you to my realm. It carries the spirit to bring you to your real definition. The words that I speak to you, they are spirits and they are life. The words I speak carries me myself. It's different. Now, look at something. He wants you to come to where he is, but he can only do that by using the word to bring you to where he is. But while he's teaching the word, there's another set of people that have another kind of word. Now the Pharisees are a set of people who believe they know the law so much. They have spent years to study. They are professors of the law. They are, they are professors in the letters. But Christ is the owner of the working word. There is the word that fills you up and just puffs you up. And there's a word that brings you to who you really are in God. And so you see that the teaching of Christ is going on. And it's another set of people who are custodians of letters. As you are listening to me right now, there are some Pharisees and teachers of law around you. There's a Pharisee around you telling you about your background, where you're coming from. And how that you cannot be able to reign with him. There is a Pharisee by your side telling you that you are condemned. That sin you committed has not been forgiven. God just wants to give you some time. But the word of God comes to you and says that there is therefore now no condemnation to anyone that is in Christ who walks after the flesh and after the spirit. That is the word of Christ. That is the word of life to you. The word of life says you are forgiven forever. You are the beloved of the Lord. That word is more powerful than what the Pharisee or the teachers of the law will bring unto you dare to trust what God is saying than what your situation is telling you praise God who had come up from every town and Galilee and Judah and Jerusalem and the power of the Lord was present to you people of God the power of the Lord or the workings of God answers to where his word is when his word is in a place his power is there when his word is in a place, his power is there. Why? Listen, Kev, saints of God. God is a faithful God. God is a God of integrity. He is a just God. What it means is that whatever he says is what he does. What he does is what he says. If he does not honor his word, his integrity is at stake. So wherever his word is, he must be there to back the word. So the Bible says that, and God was with them, confirming his word with signs and wonders in Luke 24. God was with them, confirming his word with signs. That's why I believe that in this week, as the word of God keeps coming to you, the power of God is present with you. The power of God. The power of God is the proof that it is God's word that has come. Hallelujah. Yes, the Pharisees were there, but the power of God was present to heal. I don't care how loud the other message you're hearing is coming to you but there is something about God's word wherever God's word is God is right there 
He's there to honor his word. Men can give you a word and depart. But God can't give you a word and depart because he can't depart from himself. Where his word is, that's where he is. What has God told you? Can I tell you a few of them? He says that your sins have been forgiven. He said you were buried with Christ. They remained there and then you were raised with him. And now you are seated with him. That is what his word says. And that is your reality. Glory to God. God is not bound to honor any word he has not spoken. I heard a man of God once say that God hasn't talked too much. He said, God hasn't talked. He said, because everything he says, he has to honor it. So he doesn't talk too much. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the power of God friends to heal. I don't know how you came in here today, but God's power is right in this place. That power is healing you. Not just the sickness in your body, but it's realigning even your, your, your definition of truth and reality. Hallelujah. You are leaving this place tonight fully conscious and convinced of who you are in Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. So then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they are sought to bring in and lay before him. Why would they struggle to bring this man? Number one, I believe strongly that they didn't accept it that that was the man's situation. They didn't accept it that that was his destiny. They refused to accept that their friend was born to be paralyzed. Mm -mm. You know, it's so difficult to help a man who has accepted his problem. So difficult. A man who is, he said, I, I know I've tried this, okay, I'll stay with it. That man cannot be helped. But if you can understand that in the beginning, it was not so. <laughs> in the beginning, it was not so. No, I wasn't created by God to walk in shame and reproach. I wasn't created by God to walk in lack and want. That is not my position. Now, when you know what his purpose is for your life, you can't accept any rubbish. That's why the first thing, the teaching is important. The teaching opens you up to what God has for you. Then when you know what God has for you, then you now compare what you have to what you must have. And then you can disagree. Mm, I can't accept this one. There are some that accept that, oh, if I have some small headache here, some pain is normal. Human life, I mean, such a person cannot walk in the form of divine health because he accepted what he is or who he is. Oh, you know, in my family, they don't marry early. It's when they are 60 before they marry. What a shock. No, I can't accept that. I'm of a different tribe. I'm from a different lineage. He said, I'm a chosen generation. And I'm a royal priesthood. I belong to the, the clan, the, the, the lineage of Jesus Christ. I don't accept such testimonies. The world can't tell me who I am. My family can't tell me who I am. Even my failures can't define me. My failures are not my description. He said, no, our friend is... He wasn't born to stay in one point. He must move around. I was not made to be stagnant. No, I was meant to progress. For the path of the righteous man is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. The steps, not the step, the steps of the righteous man, they are ordered of God. It means I must have steps. For those that he foreknew, those that he predestined, you have been predestined. Your end has been determined. And what is your end? The glory of Jesus. So the reason they will lift their friend and say, let's go for healing because you, you are not meant to be paralyzed. Like Jabez. Like Jabez. Jabez. Situation around him gave me a definition. 
And he realized one day that no, 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 no. I, I'm not called sorrow. That's not divine plan for me. I'm not, I'm not born to be called sorrow. That is not me. I refuse that. So now he goes before God. If thou, O God, will bless me and you will enlarge my territory. The Bible says that indeed God answered that because why? God is so eager to be with the one that has discovered who he is. Say with me, I'm not stagnant. I'm not made for one place. I am made, I'm made to move forward. I'm heading towards glory. I'm heading towards a glorious destiny. That is my description. Number two. Now remember the first thing is that they brought him there because they refused the situation. Number two. They knew that the man they were coming to was able to change it. They knew that the man was able to bring him to the original plan. Oh, oh, for without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you believe that God is able to conform with his original agenda? So the first thing for you is to understand that where I am is not where I'm supposed to be. Number two is to understand that Jesus Christ, let me put it in this context, Jesus Christ came to die on the cross of Calvary and he rose again so that I can be taken back to my original agenda. And you have come to him tonight. And he who you have come to will not turn you back the same way. It's not possible. So number one, they refuse the situation. Number two, they believe that he who they are coming to is able not just to reverse it, eh, eh, but to bring the original agenda. Now listen carefully. When, when, when someone is barren and meets God, God doesn't just give a child. God gives children and then gives grace to replicate same miracle in others. When God meets someone who is sick, he heals and makes you a healer. Why am I saying this? For the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill and destroy. But I have come that you may have and then have it more abundantly. Why? Because what I do in you must affect others around you. The reason God will touch you is not for you alone. Is that you will affect others. Praise God. Praise God. So he will meet the leper and not just heal the leprosy but makes him whole. So much so that you cannot reconcile the past with your present. Your present is so unique that they can't. Are you sure he was the one that was crippled at the gate called beautiful? There's a confusion. But because when God does it, he does it so perfectly. It's complete. It's complete. He's able to do it. Let's go to verse 19. Saying, when. They could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd. They went up to the roof or the housetop and let him down. Ah, <laughs> ah, glory to God. People of God, one of the things in faith which we shall come to, one of the things about faith is this. You are persistent until I see it manifest. I don't stop. Ask him as a neighbor, have you given up? One sign that you have faith is that until I see it materialized, I'm not stopping. If God has told me that I will lend to nations until I lend to nations, I'm not stopping. 
must love what God says about you and hate what you are seeing around you. Let it consume you. Vision without a passion can remain a dream. You need passion to fulfill a vision. People without passion don't go anywhere. You must be consumed by what you want to get done. Until what you see has consumed you, you're not ready to see it in reality. It must consume you. Passion is like fire. <laughs> this guy said, as long as we have said that your situation must change, whether crowd or no crowd, you must find your way in front of this man. We are not stopping. I wish you have an expectation throughout this week that until I encounter a dimension of grace, I am not leaving this place normal. Nothing could stop them. The Bible says that they let him down in front of him. Now they tore the roof and let him down. 20 says, and when he saw their faith, ah, now from this scripture, what is faith? Can I define faith to you from here? Faith is, and when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down before him through the tiling into the mist. Of Jesus what does it mean faith for Jesus here is that everything they did to make sure the guy was in front of him is called faith <laughs> for them to have seen the crowd and not turn back he calls it faith for them to have climbed up the roof not thinking the cost of repairs is called faith for them to make sure that the guy was let down right in front of him in the midst of Pharisees and Sadducees and teachers of the law, he calls it faith. Faith is action. If you believe he can, then behave that he can. I am very sure that Christ, you know, Christ is, is, is walking a dimension that I believe he saw them when they were coming. Yes, I believe he saw them. I believe he even saw them when we were climbing the roof. He saw them. I believe that because they've dropped the guy in front of him. So when, when we were tearing the roof, he saw them. He didn't say anything. But when the guy landed, he said, ah, when he saw their faith. <laughs> oh, tell him as a neighbor, where is your faith? God is looking for your faith. Tell him as a neighbor, Jesus needs something from you. Only one thing. And that one thing is faith praise the name of jesus oh remember he is available he has the power to change it he is willing to change it he is compassionate enough for you but as long as you stay behind the crowd and not walk through and find your way in front of him you remain the same for some of us it looks as if that god is partial some people are more favored than others but you see God loves all of us. God makes the same privilege available to all of us. But it's about who comes close. It's about intimacy. You can't stand afar and encounter him. You must come close. So you see Jesus is there. But I realize something. That we must come to a place where he must see how much faith we have in him. So Jesus Christ describes us faith. So people of God, there's something about faith you can't do without. Everything about this walk is a walk of faith. From beginning to the end is faith. 
How many of you have seen Jesus before? You mean you've not seen him? Wow. Do you know he died? Do you believe it? Wow. Is that not faith? So Paul said, are you so foolish that you began in faith, you want to finish up in works? This is all about faith. For the just shall live by faith. And how do I show my faith? If he can, and I know he can, then I trust him by applying myself to him. Period. That's faith. Jesus saw their faith. What he was looking for was faith. There is something Christ is looking for. And there is something the devil is also looking for. The devil is looking to steal your faith. Why? When the faith is there, all things are possible. For all things are possible to him that believes. When faith is there, impossibility has no role. When faith is alive, possibility is your lifestyle. So everything the devil does is to be able to some way, somehow, take the faith away. If he can take the seed away, there can't be a tree. You remember the message um, from, um, Reverend Dustin taught us on, on spiritual warfare, remember? When he said that everything the devil is doing is just to temper with your faith. Yeah. yeah. So even the devil knows how important faith is. Now if you know that this is what I need to walk in the miraculous, then I must feed it. Faith must be fed. Feed your faith. Like tonight you are feeding your faith. Wow. You're feeding your faith. Oh, you're feeding your faith. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. <laughs> I thought he would say, Man, rise up and walk. But you see, Jesus Christ handles the root. What Jesus does is to deal with the source. What Jesus does is to go for the cause. Because to every effect, there's a cause. Jesus goes to the root. And that's the difference between, I say it all the time, that that's the a, that's a reason that Christianity is not a religion. We are not in search looking for God. God was in search looking for us. Religion is trying to please a divine being. But Christianity is that he's pleased with us. And we are walking in that reality. And we are growing that understanding. Praise the name of Jesus. The man is paralyzed and he says, your sins are forgiven. Why? Because the root of all man's predicament is sin. If I can deal with the roots, the fruits will change. So Jesus Christ deals with the root. This, this situation you are in is because of this. Ah, John says, behold the lamp of God that taketh away the sin of the world. If he takes the sin away, the sickness too can be handled. And this is what we are celebrating. On the cross, he took care of the source of all predicaments. And that is why we can stand boldly and decree our liberty in Christ Jesus. That's where our source is. He dealt with the source. So your sins are forgiven. Can I tell somebody tonight that Jesus said I should tell you, your sins are forgiven. Say with me, my sins are forgiven. I'm not under any condemnation. I'm not under any condemnation. Now let me say this in passing. When you find yourself doing something that is wrong, 
it is not the Holy Ghost that makes you live in guilt he does not minister guilt now when God has forgiven you and you can't forgive yourself who is more terrible the devil or you now when God said I've forgiven you and you said I can't forgive myself you are being a rebellious person it means that I don't believe your word your word is fake number two what you did on the cross is not true you have to do it again if he says my sins are forgiven he said it I didn't say it he said it packaged in his word is that power that liberates me from sin he said it I believe what he said that is all and I didn't hear the man say oh sir no no I'm not forgiven Mm -mm. who are those that spoke and the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason 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 why it doesn't make sense whoever told you that he said on sunday that god does not make sense when i said in one program somewhere so i said if you are coming to church to look for sense then don't come again because god does not make sense god makes faith whatever god will say is contrary to your thinking he's not moving by your thinking he's moving by his own frequency so it's better you drop your frequency and enter his frequency and then enjoy his flow praise the name of jesus the reason amongst them please don't add reasoning to the word of god accept what he says believe what he says and just walk in it and you walk in the manifestation of it hallelujah to jesus who is this or who is this who speaks blasphemies who can forgive sins but god alone but who was talking for you you are calling god because you know him may you have a revelation of who jesus christ is in your life but when jesus perceived their thoughts he answered and said to them saint of god look at this why are you reasoning in your heart which is easier now saint of god one of the things that you should quickly rebuke is not when you sense that there's a demonic oppression when you sense any reasoning around faith rebuke that one The same way you find people who are going around and when they, when they, when they see a, 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 a spider's a spider's limousine and they are binding and cutting. In the same way, anytime you are walking in any situation and you sense the presence of reasoning, doubt, rebuke that one. Why? Because when you rebuke that one and faith comes alive, who is that demon that stands before you? What I should rebuke is what is trying to temper with my source of victory this is it is faith so quickly jesus christ takes his eyes from the one that needs attention and goes to something that can cause trouble reasoning 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 mary thou art favored amongst all women you shall be pregnant you will give birth to a child. Ah, Lord, but I'm a virgin. Reasoning. But I'm a virgin. How can this be? Reasoning. How can this be? Tomorrow by this time, a bag of rice with one city. In this country, it can't happen. Even if God opens the windows of heaven, it cannot happen. Reasoning. 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 That was what Mary quickly helped the servants with. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. That's how to kill reasoning. Oh, for though we walk in the flesh, 
We wrestle not after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting every imagination. Anything that will fight faith, fight it. Because if my faith is standing, everything else will fall for me. So shut up, Shh. Pharisees. In fact, I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. That's your background story. I bind it. That's your failure of several times. I bind it. Uh, glory to God. May you have the capacity to take your flaws and hold it like this and turn it to your victories. Hallelujah. Quickly, he says, Hey, sh- why are you reasoning amongst yourself? That's why most times our schooling affects our work with God. Sometimes. But no matter what you study, as Daddy said on Sunday, what I said, you are still limited in your thoughts. The word of God is far advanced than that. You see, the word of God is the only word when you are speaking. As I'm speaking right now, all of you are hearing different things. Based on what you need for your life, you are hearing that one. Only God's word can do that. One seed, but it uses itself to meet every need. One seed meets every need. One seed. The word of God. Stop reasoning. Don't ask God, how shall this be? If you receive a prophecy right now, and I'm telling you right now, before this year will end, you have your own house. Stop reasoning. Nobody has risen out with God and entered his season of victory. Nobody. Nobody. So why are you reasoning? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk. So to Jesus Christ, the easiest of them is not rise up and walk. Your sins are forgiven. <laughs> are you seeing that? What is easy for him? Your sins are forgiven. That's easier. Why? Because when that one is gone, your walking is easy. She's easy. Say, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth. Oh, glory. Has power on earth to forgive sins. That's why there's no name that God has given on earth that any man should be saved except the name of Jesus. On this earth, there's one name. Just one name. One name. That has the power to save. Just that one name. I believe you, Jesus. And he said to the man, who was paralyzed? Do you hear the grammar? But the guy is before him. Glory. The guy is in front of him. The Bible says he said to the man, who was paralyzed? Glory to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what is meant to be your future is already God's past. That's why I say your tribe by stripes you were. You were. Huh? What is meant to be your future? God only speaks when He has finished. God does not speak to start. When God speaks, He's just done the manifestation in you. But He's not going to start the work. He has finished already. Glory to God. Your prosperity is finished. I, I can't hear that man at all. Your victory is finished. And he spoke to the man who was paralyzed. But before the people, he was there, paralyzed. But to him, it's finished. Oh, God has finished me. Hallelujah to Jesus. He's, now not, he's not going to start now. He finished it. In Christ, he finished it. He finished it. Saints of God, what we are talking about are the revealed words. Are you seeing the revealed word is not a school word. 
is the word that has been revealed. Ah, the word that the Holy Ghost is breathing upon. Praise the name of Jesus. And can I tell you practically, the word of God you're holding in your hand is the revealed word of God. To the child of God, when you carry that word that you're holding like that in your hand, that is God's word revealed unto you. Everything in that word has capacity to produce after his kind. Was paralyzed. Oh, not is paralyzed. <laughs> Glory to God. And that's why my Jesus will always speak for a miracle to happen. He will not even touch. Because it is finished. Somebody shout, it is finished for me. Say, my end is glorious. Say, my end is glorious. Say, my end is glorious. And he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise. Take up your bed and go to your house. Arise. Take up your bed and go to your house. You're not meant to be lying here. Arise. Take up that bed. It's only used at night, not in daytime. Arise. Take up your bed and go to your house. You came helped, but now the helper of all helpers has helped you. You came carried, but the word is carrying you. And 25 it says immediately he rose up. The word of God does not need assistance to work. When the word comes forth, it has all it takes to make you function in accordance with the word. Praise the name of Jesus. Can I tell somebody you are not a slave. You are, you are a king. You reign in authority. There's authority. There's greatness inside of you. Uh, who is saying that one to you? Is Jesus speaking unto you? Arise. Immediately he rose before them took up what he had been lying on and departed to his own house glorifying God and they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear it means we're filled with reverence and that's why I said earlier on that what God is going to do in your life shall command worship from the hearts of people in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ saint of God God will never do anything in your life without his word given to you. When God wants to do something, it's his word that he sends to you. He sent forth his word and his word, it healed them and delivered them all their instructions. Because God's word carries his own power and might. When his word comes, his might has come. He said, where the word of a king is, there is power. When the word comes, his power has arrived. And that's why as you are listening right now, the power of God is already working in your life. You don't have to feel it. You just have to faith it. It's not a feeling. I might not feel any wind blow around me. But as long as the king is speaking. Listen, people of God. The Bible says, and the word of the king was sent forth and he loosed him. <laughs> Joseph was locked up. But when the word of the king went, not even Potiphar's wife could say, that, ah, no, 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 sir. No, sir. This guy has defied me. <laughs> when the word of a king goes, accusers cannot talk. Because the word of a king is superimposing. The word of a king is the king himself that is coming to you. So it means that when the king sent his word, it means the king went to the prison and brought Joseph out to come and stand before him. Saint of God, the word of God carries all that you need to be all that God wants you to be. Saint of God, the word of God carries everything, every ingredient you need for greatness. Every ingredient you need to be in line with God's plan is all wrapped up in the word of God. The revealed word of God has the power to bring you liberty. Now listen to this finally. There are two liberties I'm seeing here. Look at the man I read about. The word 
liberated him from sin and the word liberated him from a situation now many of us have activated the first one I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and personal Savior I'm born again that's your sins are forgiven but to rise up take up your bed and walk you are waiting to be helped again if he has said it that your sins are forgiven and his word has come again rise up take up your bed and walk just get up and walk many believers are in that dimension that is why I'm preaching to you about the liberating power of the revealed word you see Jesus Christ dying upon the cross and you believe in was your first liberty the second liberty is for you to walk in the fullness of the glory that comes with salvation but that one comes when you act on what God has said concerning your life if he tells you that you are prosperous you don't doubt it you act it now imagine Jesus Christ said rise up take up your bed and walk and the guy said ah sir this can't happen no. but this man believed that that word that came to him had the power to strengthen him and lift him up oh Moses said to God in front of the Red Sea behind them Pharaoh's people are coming said God what shall we do what can I do God said shh move move faith says move have you thought about it I heard one great man of God say something he said when what you have in your hand is not enough put it in the God of enough and what is not enough should be more than enough it does not make sense lady shared us some time ago what I have is not enough but I need something to do something God says that one that is not enough is a seed drop in my hand when you drop my hand, you now see the forest coming. But until you do that, yes, you are saved. But you are not walking the glory of salvation. The glory of salvation lies in you acting on the revealed word. Because that word has the capacity to liberate you totally. And as I always say, they were out of Egypt, but Egypt was not out of them. It was the word, the consistent leadership of the word that would take the Egypt out of your heart. Until Egypt has left your heart, you might not be in Egypt, but you still behave Egyptian. Your behavior is not because of where you are, because what is inside of you. What you are accommodating is the reason for what you are doing, not your accommodation. What you are accommodating, what is inside of you. I refuse to take what the world says. I will rise up, take up my bed, and walk. I see you rising up, taking up your bed, and walking whatever that you struggled to do before today i see that you've received the revealed word in your spirit man you are rising up you are taking up your bed and you are walking where they said it was impossible because you have heard the revealed word of god that impossibility has become a possibility for you rise to your feet to the glory of god rise up take up your bed I accept what God says. Say with me, I accept what God says. I don't accept what the world says. I, I am not reasoning it out. I accept it. I receive it in my spirit. That's my reality. Uh, people of God, the word is able to make you whatever God wants you to be. Uh, do you choose to trust the word of God from today? And you see, saint of God, one of the ways by which we know and you accept what God is saying is when you begin to confess it. Begin to confess it. As you are confessing it, 
you will begin to create it in your life what has God said concerning you? In the next one, two, three minutes, you want to open up your mouth, you want to lift up your voice and begin to declare the things that God has said. The words coming from God, they are not concealed, they are revealed because it's coming with a spirit and life. Lift up your voice, sin of God, and begin to call the things that God has said concerning you. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Hmm. You remember what they did? Come on. They lifted their friend and they brought him before Jesus. And Jesus says, This is faith. This is faith. I arise from the ashes. I can't be down here for too long. That is not my definition. No. 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 When he died, I died with him. When he raised up, I was up, up with him. And I'm sitting up with him. Yes, I'm not a failure. I'm a success. And I produce after my kind. Speak the word. Speak what God says. What's that sickness in your body? Come on. Deal with it by what God says. If he says arise take up your bed and walk that is all I will do I arise I take up my bed and I walk I'm not doubting him I'm not doubting him I act as he says I arise I take up my bed and I walk oh Shabaha Yabarika Satana Reva Shuske Tahashke Markata Sharamadiga Rabadabashakadaba Rebodobrosko Prindia Rebandegle Vazoska Ah Remesheke Eshandeba Indabrandabria Rabandabraba Rabababa Ah Yaraba Yaba Shakaba Abria Surabaha Arribasa Rabababa thank you jesus listen to this and just maybe going to pray in tongues again listen listen to this when it came to the effect jesus handled it by taking saying take up your bed and walk the effect required man believing in the word of God by acting on the instruction that came from the word of Jesus take up your bed and walk saints of God you will never unlock the power in God's word if you don't act on the word of God until you act on the word the power that brings the effect that is desired can never be saved I don't know what area in your life that you already know what God said, but you have been reluctant in taking the step. You are asking God for grace to take that step today, from today, from this very moment. Do you understand me? Lift your voice and pray that prayer right now. Grace is being released. 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 
Oh, come on. Grace, grace, grace is be released. Your manifestations are waiting obedience. Yes, it's awaiting obedience. As long as you have options, you're not ready. But today, defile up the options. Defile up the options. And say to yourself, if God says, as you arise and take up my bed and walk, I do that. I do that. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm receiving grace right now. 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 I'm receiving grace. I'm receiving grace. I'm receiving grace. I'm receiving grace. Oh my Jesus. My Jesus. I'm going to pray this last prayer once again. How many of you have heard of Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods. Do you know the latest about him right now? You know the latest about him? The whole world condemned him and gave up on him and said, this guy, you will never make it again. You know that he was so great and then uh, a sister came into his life. A sister. A sister came into Oh, he misbehaved. Okay, mommy said he misbehaved. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Misbehavior and sister. <laughs> it's a combination. Hallelujah. And there was a video I saw today on Instagram and uh, they were showing several videos of what sports analyst, uh, psychologist, what we're saying about him. Tiger Woods, he can never make it again. One even class said that, I've looked five years, six years into his, into his future. He's retired. <laughs> they said so many things about him. Just some few days ago, for the fifth time, he won the world championship. After 11 years. Hey, nobody can define you. See, son of God, the only person that can confine you is when you agree to their definition. I refuse to accept their definition. I accept what God says concerning my life. Uh, listen, some of you, some of you, you see, you have tried and tried and tried. It seems not to be happening. But can I tell you something? It will only stop happening. Listen, I said some time ago in the church here, God, day one, said something. Something was created. Day two, said something. Something was created. Day three, Day four, day five, day six, he said it is very good. It means every saying is leading to perfection. Now, if you refuse to continue the saying, you might stop at day three. It's not too different from before day one. It's still chaotic. Hallelujah. Yes, I have not seen it. That's why I should stop saying it. I believe he who has spoken. The problem is that as I'm saying it, I am the first person going under deliverance. Do you hear that? The first beneficiary of my confession of God's word is not external, it's me. As soon as I'm delivered by the word, the delivery of the word will come to me. As long as it has not come, it means I am under something. I still am walking in some dimension of ignorance or there's something that is about me and there's reason I'm not walking out to walk. So the more I speak, remember, as you are speaking, they are not your words. He has said that we may boldly say. He has said that we may boldly say. As I am saying it, I am being delivered. As soon as I'm delivered, the delivery will come. Can I tell you something? Some of you are not far away from what you expect God to accomplish in your life. He has finished this part. But just that 
by reason of what you what what you have inside of you right now he can't if he gives it to you you will die when you take his word he keeps speaking i believe in one thing when i speak the word over my life the word knows which area of my life needs solution it will help it the word made me so the word knows every part of me so as i'm decreeing and declaring that i'm the head and not the tail and maybe i'm lazy at reading as i'm decreeing that one grace to be diligent will come upon my life there are things the word does in you that you have no idea about if god should tell everything the word does your mind can't contain it so just speak what he's saying if he says arise and walk just arise and walk as to how energy will get into your feet and everything leave that to the word don't ask god how just bow to his word i get to the point just bow to his word ah, happy to hear prophecies over your life those prophecies were just confirmation of what god has already said he said that you will lend to nations that's what he said he didn't say you're going to be a borrower so you will lend to nations i have not seen it that doesn't mean i'm not going to have it because in in god's records i've been given that already but somebody must be delivered and that is me so the more i'm speaking the word of deliverance speaking the word of god over my life i'm being set free can i end with this i speak in tongues before we end look, look at me look at me <laughs> jesus's own was to call lazarus forth but it was the work of the family to take out the bandages it wasn't his work his work was to call lazarus come forth lose him that's not his work the effect is your job to do appropriate the word and that's why tomorrow mommy is going to teach about engaging the revealed word are you seeing that what we're doing right now are you seeing it god has finished it that ailment have my body i'm the reason is still there it's not god stop blaming god stop it <laughs> you heard a prophecy from god's word that oh 21 days from now you shall lend out three cars it's over 21 months I think God, God doesn't delay. Huh? The day he said he delivered it. Can I say something? The angel is holding it, following you everywhere you are going to. Just following you. The angel is following you. And you are complaining. Oh God, my cast. So he's here now. But you can't hear. Now because you don't know, even people that you must align yourself with as networking to enter, the, you can't see it. I get to the point here. One day God laid in my heart that everything you pray about. Now listen, he knows what you need. Do you understand me? Now he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things shall be what? Oh, you think God doesn't know that you need a car? Or you think God doesn't know you need a husband or a wife? Or you think God doesn't know that you need to build a house for your mother before she dies? Or God doesn't know that you need to do some business in Dubai and things. You think God doesn't know? He knows. Uh, how can the all-knowing God not know what you need? So what's the problem? It's not a problem. The effect is your job to handle by acting God's word. Hold the neighbor's hand. Just pray in the language of the Holy Ghost.